Ready? Yeah, good. Okay. So, uh, the episode two of uh, the Township Podcast. Um, this week, we're going to talk about snow and ice. So, um, I guess we'll start, Bill. Um, how many miles of road are you doing? Um, in, in Ballville, we have 54.5 miles of road that we actually clear snow. And um, we have three gentlemen, three guys that uh, usually are the main drivers for that. We have uh, two of them that I send out into the county, into the country roads. And then I will take care of all the subdivision roads. Um, we have at least 30 miles of that that are subdivision roads. Really? So that takes a lot of... 30 miles of subdivision roads. So yes. most of them are like cul-de-sac? Like No, no, not all of them. I have maybe 10 cul-de-sacs that we take care of, and the rest are just dead ends or hooked into another road. Sure. And, um, but, uh, yeah, that's the, the, the biggest issue with the with the subdivisions is that you have cars parked on the road not like the city or anything because the city has parking on the roads yeah um with us it's that one lone car that's parked there and you try to get around them and you hit somebody's yard and stuff and then they get upset so. are most uh your subdivisions curbed no no most uh maybe Maybe three or f maybe four or five subdivision roads that are curved. The rest of them are just down to the grass because um, it's, it's it's an older township, but it's got a lot of. Uh, um, we are building some newer sub subdivisions with curbs. So, um, with your zoning, are you going to curbed? Most of the everything for the last ten fifteen years has been curbed. Okay, because yeah. that's kind of like the new, I don't maybe new standard because mm -hmm. basically you're getting your. Storm water then collected that way. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so as far as thirty miles of subdivision roads, I'm sure that's probably the most. Um, that has to be, I would say, the most populated. Your country roads then. Um, are you salting the entire road? How how are you doing it um, on a general snowstorm on a regular storm on a regular snowstorm that we have if we know we're going to be out we're going to open up the road first and salt the intersections mm -hmm. okay then we will go back on the second round let the weather hopefully sun and warm warmer weather take care of some of the melting of the ice and snow um, and then if on our second round we'll push back all the way to the curb or to the edge of the road and if we have to salt, we'll salt then. Okay. So, but usually the hills and the intersections, we will salt the, the first round. And um, now our main road is Coal Road and Buchanan Road. Uh, that is hit every first every time we go out. To, that's our main artery going in from Fremont, the city of Fremont. And uh, um, you, a lot of people use them roads. So we try to get them cleared first. and go to our regular route that we usually hit. So yeah. are are you salting both directions or are you just salting just on your salt back right pass? Down the middle. Yeah. Well we'll if if we have a road we'll go down plowing and then on the way back we'll salt the middle of the road. Sure. And then the edge of the road we'll salt that that lane and then the other lane we'll salt too. So like coal road it could be salted three times but it has to because it's so wide. 
So, yeah, that has a bike path along the side mm -hmm. of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, as far as Townsend goes, um, we have 29.9 miles of road, but we have Vickery and White Slanding, which I don't even know. I've been here for like 14 years, and I don't know how many miles it is. It's not that many miles. The roads are short. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the one is a bayside community, so it's mostly cottages. Right. There are people that live there year-round, but, I mean, for the most part, it's they're summer homes. Um, the roads are narrow. Vickery is the same way. Right. Smaller, a lot of intersections, you know, very people are parking on the street. Um, that is not curbed neither one is curbed but um do you have any curb roads no no um <laughs> but that you know as far as towns it goes we're we'll normally plow out vickery and white slanting and then i'll go through like on my second round or whatever installed it mm -hmm. and we generally the main roads will salt some of the side streets we won't um because some of them are basically people's driveways i mean Mm -hmm. So some of those don't, you know, it's really tight on a lot of them, and it's it doesn't, um, it's not really needed to solve them. How many um, trucks do you have then? We have two trucks. We have one big truck, and then we have a a five fifty. Okay. And and the five fifty has central hydraulics with a a solder. I mean, so generally, it seems like as soon as I put the solder on the little truck, uh, we get a burial. So then you have to strip the right. truck back down. And it's kind of um, a pain. So the the last few years, I've I've just basically left the truck set up. Um, we'll just put some aggregate in the back, and then uh, I'll go through with a big truck and solve it. Yeah. But yeah, we don't. Um, our our road miles, you know, is is mainly rural, as where you're a little bit more populated, especially mm -hmm. coal. You know, you go down that road and. It's just loaded with houses. I'm sure the traffic helped keep this the salt moving and yeah. and keep things going to keep it to keep it clean. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Um, I've had complaints that I'm driving down the middle of the road, and now I don't go at the cars or anything, but just your tires hitting that slush and moving that snow around it, it you can see the yellow line. Then that's where I yeah. try to run instead of putting your plow down and scraping it all the time you just run your tire down through there and it, yep. it melts it, it up and it moves it around and then you can see the yellow line or the white lines one of the two sure um yeah the traffic helps us a lot with our main roads now our subdivision roads i mean uh, the the side roads there's not much traffic down them so that's not going to start unless you start getting warmer weather or the sun's out yeah or something like that it's not going to it's going to take longer for them side roads to be for the ice and snow to be melted off. So, do you see a problem with? Um, does it ever come back to bite you when you say you salt everything down and then the wind starts blowing? I mean, how do you combat that? Do you just deal with the deep snow, or you're just scraping that salt that you just put down a couple hours ago? You're scraping it right off, or how? How do you do that? We, I mean, if we get drifting going on on the country roads, we will not salt that area. We yep. want that snow to go across. It almost eats the ice off if it, the snow blows hard enough. Yes. I mean, it will. It's amazing because yep. because at towns we don't use. I mean, we use very little salt. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's been a year that I've used over a hundred ton. Right. I mean, we're using, you know, I would say average fifty ton a year, 
and we do intersections and curves. And then I always save enough salt in case we have an ice storm because there's nothing you can do but salt. Yeah. I mean, when it's ice on the road, it's different than if it's just salt or just snow because snow, I feel as far as our roads go, they're all elevated. So when our township was built, um, and you see this different in different townships, but our roads seem like they all have ditches on both sides. They're all, all our road base was elevated above the existing ground around it, mm -hmm. which is a huge blessing when it comes to blowing, blowing snow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I can get it to come right up over top of the road. And I know that York Township, for instance, their roads are not like that. Most of their roads are a little bit lower than the existing ground. And they have, will have a lot more snow problems, you know, where it's super deep, like mm -hmm. cars stuck on the road or whatever, as whereas on a lot of ours, I don't know why it was built that way. I don't know okay. if, I mean, we have ditches that don't go anywhere, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, there's just somewhere for the water and snow to go to correct. and it just goes right into the ground. Yeah. yeah. We have, we have areas that will drift. Um, we did. Uh, this year, we did not put in any snow fence um, in our areas because of the last years, we've had nothing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden in 2021, and we've we've had a lot of snow. Sure. Um, I see the county didn't even put snow nope. fence up. The county did not put any up in our township. Um, but now they have their new trucks. They have the wing plows on it. Yeah. So, and um, God bless them. They've been hitting some of our our drifted roads too with their with their uh with their wind plow yeah they've been helping us out a lot, a lot with that on like coal road and buchanan road and uh that does help out a lot oh that's huge um, blessing to be able to i the next truck that we do build for snow plowing i'm gonna look into that i don't know if it's got to have the only thing i have to answer my question i need to answer is is if it needs to have a dual axle to have a a wing plow on it or can i use a single axle. just a single axle because if it's just a single axle that's what we are able to drive mm -hmm. here with the class bcdl so um yeah and i see odot they run wing plows on yes. single axles so mm -hmm. i'm sure that you can do that I'm um, hoping that's what we can do so we can at least one of them or at least our next truck have that on so we can go push back some of these areas that drift all the time yeah and uh you know and then you think you got everything cleaned up and then the wind turns and then yep. now you got the other side of the road to worry about uh, either east, west or south, north, south roads to have to worry about. So what uh, what do you what does Ballville do for shifts? Like how how do you generally do it? Are you guys coming in at five? You're coming in at three? Our regular shift that we usually work is seven to three thirty. That's our regular shift daily. If we have a snowstorm or any kind of weather that we have to take care of, we'll come in at five and work till one um, or longer, whatever whatever it needs to be. Um, we rarely ever come in anytime before that. It's we're trying to get in ahead before the schools go. Um, for some reason, the school is always will run Fremont and Ballville to see if the roads are clear. And if they are, it just seems like they always go to school then, and then the kids are mad at us. So, yeah. you know, um, but uh, otherwise it's five to one five or, to one. or longer or five to five. Yeah. yeah. What do you do? Like say, say it's really blowing and do you ever have someone come in and run after 5 PM? We will, what we will do is if we know we're going to have blowing all day, 
we will take shifts. Um, like, let's say we'll leave, we'll, we'll work five to one and it's still blowing. Um, one of us will come in at three mm-hmm. and hit those main roads that we need to hit. Because you know where your problems yep. are. I and mean, you've been here long enough. The next person will come in, let's say, at five. Mm-hmm. And he will go hit them same roads or finish up what the one at three didn't get done. And then um, we've done that before where we've come in because it's been drifting so bad that we don't want to have any accidents or anything like that. Or the sheriff's department calls and says, sure. hey, you got a drifted road out there. Can you get that plowed? So we usually go out and do it. So <clears throat> because yeah. I don't have to worry about the subdivisions at that time. No, that's I'm good. And that's 30 miles of your road. Yeah, like, so that, that's a huge, yeah. especially because the salt's down, you know, you have the traffic to work it in yeah. and, and maybe it will need, you know, a little bit of pushing, but it can normally wait. It's, we have, we have about two or three of them that we usually have to check. Um, doesn't mean they're going to be drifted, but, uh, but we usually check them every time we come in, if it's blowing really bad. Sure. Just so we know that it's clear. Um, but then if we do come in after when it's after it's blowing, uh, all three of us will go out into the country roads and uh, and push back. And it usually takes a couple hours to do that. So yeah. it's not bad. We should try to get it done and then come in the next morning at five and hit them again so that the, we don't have to worry about the school buses or the people getting ready to go to school or getting ready to go to work. Yeah. We want to make sure they can get through. I think timing is critical. Mm-hmm. Um you know, as far as getting out and trying to get around done, get them get them scraped down before the traffic starts to yeah pack to pack it down. down. Because I I think for for a small government like for the township, you know, when you come to work, you you are here. Like, say you come in at five, you're here and you're on your route at five o five. Like, I mean, that's the best thing about like I think we can do a better job because. When we get here, we don't have a 45-minute drive or a 30. We don't have to load our trucks. Like, we're ready, and we can be on the road right away and be after it. And you have three trucks, so you can cover your township probably pretty quick. You can do your township in about four hours. It takes us to do a round. To do one round, round is four hours. Yep. For us to do with two trucks with the both villages, um, we can do them in, in two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And But that's, you know... It all depends how much snow you have, though, too. That's true. If yeah. you have a and lot, how much time you're spending on intersections? Because yeah. that's, I mean, normally we try not to pile our snow at our intersections. Mm-hmm. We'll try to take it down the road mm-hmm. because, like with this last snow, I mean, if you push your intersections up, nobody would see on either mm-hmm. side. Like, and we, we usually do. And then if we do have an intersection that is high, we'll have somebody, one of my part-time guys, will be in the backhoe. And, and, and he will go knock them over and push them by, farther up into the yard so they sure. can see. Yeah, um, we usually we usually push our snow at the intersections. You do, yeah. And then, but we try to push it, leveling it out so it's not a big mound of snow. Yeah. Um, when you know what corner of the intersection, I just think it's super important um, to put the snow at the right place. Like if mm-hmm. you're going to pile it, I mean, yep. we want to have uh, the right etiquette as far as. The county, or, or or if you're going up against a city or a state route, we don't want to be uh, cursing another, you know, group. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't we wouldn't put it in someone else's driveway. Right. I mean, we we have to have courtesy and and thoughtfulness when we're pushing snow. Right. And I, I think that comes with, you know, 
people call and complain, you know, you track and adjust. You got to try to make sure that that we're considering other people, other, you know, because we wouldn't want to just curse the state, even though right. they're going to run 24s mm-hmm. and we're running 12s. I mean, right. I think it takes, uh, you know, timing is critical. I think, you know, keeping at it too, keep scraping. That's mm-hmm. for us, you know, we're not using much salt. So right. our approach is we're going to run them. And if, if that sun's out and I think I can get a little bit more of that ice off the road, I'm going to run them. Yeah. We'll, we'll go hit them afterwards. If we, we do the first round and get through the second round real fast. The second round goes about two hours because sure. you only have the very edges yep. of the road to do. But or you're you have, widening them out. Yes. Or you got to watch the sun. You got to, like with the subdivisions, I have all the mailboxes. So yeah. I have to make sure I don't hit the mailboxes. Yeah. Because <clears throat> they're right on the road. Yeah. And um, then before we leave, we'll take a run out and. I got some ice out on this road. I'm going to see if I can get it off there and hopefully we can get it off. So yeah. <clears throat> then that'll give us an idea of what's drifting too, if it starts blowing. Yeah. And then uh, we'll be able to determine which one. And then it, when we usually come in at the end of the day, we will put on our board over here of our worst drifted roads. Sure. You know, we'll mark them down and then uh, either take a pickup truck out to check it to make sure it's either if it's drifting or not, or is it drifting the other way? Um, or if we just make schedule where we come in, just run out and run the whole route. Yeah. Um, but with three of us, it goes pretty quick. Do you, um, do you have any restrictions on how fast your men plow? Like I've, I've had it said before that I plow too 80, fast. 80 miles per hour. No, not 80. Well, that's, I, I've been accused of that in the subdivision. I, I really barely hit 20, 25. When I'm in the subdivision. Well, the subdivision would be different, but yeah. Well, I mean, even the guys on the country roads, they'll maybe hit 30. That's it. Yeah. There's no restrictions that I have on them. They have to put the power into it to get the snow moved. And yeah, you don't want to away from right the edge the of the road. Yeah. Um, I want to push it out into the ditch, or unfortunately, into somebody's driveway. That's going to have to happen. Yeah. Um, or their front yard, or push it out into the field. You know, I want that that heavier snow out into the field or into the ditch. Yeah. If you go um, too slow, you're going to end up just windrowing. Yep. And that's what happened this, this year, this last week when we had the big storm come through, um, you're, you're trying to push and it's so heavy that you're not able to. Yeah. And there's then, so much. Yeah. And then it falls behind you. Um, so we've been having the backhoe out just pushing the edge of the roads over to get the big heavy stuff away from that area. Yeah. So I think one thing that um, besides just years of experience, I think one thing that I find that is super helpful with plowing snow is making sure that I take my coat off. I don't wear overalls or anything. I'm in a sweatshirt and jeans and I always run. I never run defrost. I always run my floor heat mm-hmm. and it's not very warm in the cab. And a lot of times I have a window cracked and that will keep the moisture off my window. I think that, Having the window so it won't take snow is probably one of the most important tricks mm-hmm. as far as snow plowing. Because when it's hitting the windshield is when you're going to, you know, either you're going to panic or you're just going to stay calm and, mm-hmm. and continue to drive straight. Right. Because that's uh, when I first started, there, I had gotten pulled out a number of times. I mean, it was it was to the point where it was very frustrating. And I think that, you know, after doing it for so long and driving the same roads 
and you know you kind of get uh you know you know you know where you're at yeah. even though sometimes yeah you you might get off but and, and and with all the entities that are used or working in our town in our county the big thing is a lot of them think that we should be out 24 hours a day but you can't you you don't have the manpower you don't have the manpower i would much rather be out during the day than i would be out at night mm-hmm. night time is not good when you're trying to find the edge of that road or you five o'clock you have another two hours of darkness sure but then you also don't have the vehicles yeah at five o'clock in the morning um when they went to level three this last week that was nice and and i have to give the the residents kudos because they weren't out yeah i was amazed especially with with ballville sure with so many people that live here they were not out they all stayed home they caught a level three and they they all stayed home and it was nice to be able to go out and get that first round done and then when they went to level two then people started coming out which is no problem i already had by then you're already opened up and and intersections cleared i had at least one swipe down the road cleared and uh and i had a backhoe out pushing up the drifted areas that were given the country roads a hard time out there. Sure. So yeah. And then um but uh yeah daytime plowing is a heck of a lot better than nighttime plowing that's sure. for sure. Yeah. So but sometimes you have to you have to go out and hit it. Um um if we're out plowing and uh, uh the fire department gets a call of a of a fire or an accident or a EMS call, we'll go um um it, wherever it's at, wherever that guy's at, I will send that plow to them and he will clear that road for him before yeah, either sure the squad get, even for squads i'll send them out with the squads sure i said head over to that road they're coming down there try to get it cleared for them so they can get to that house and uh and we try to help each other out there yeah so, we're all on the same team we yep. need to work together yep um i have i don't know i have the city of fremont i have the city sineski township we come up with um Jackson Township, I come up with them, and then um, even with Seneca County, we'll, yeah. we'll all meet together somewhere at least eventually. Sure. Um, and then ODOT is out there too. So, yeah. in the county, yeah, it's nice to. I mean, it's nice to have relationships with some of these other. You know, like mm-hmm. when you're going up against Green Creek Township, you know, you know where they're going to turn around because on some of our roads where the township lines meet. We actually plow into the other township, mm-hmm. yeah. or they'll plow into my township, and it's super nice uh, for us. We have York Township, and a lot of our roads, you know, we're overlapping, so curves are getting salted, you know, twice as much, right. and you know, we're sure it's hit. And then if if you beat the other person there, then you normally will just go to the next intersection. Mm-hmm. So it's nice um, to know, you know, to have support from from other people and like yeah. you said having the county come out with their wing plow and right. and hit some of that stuff back we we don't have a wing plow at townsend um but we have a local farmer he's a part-time snow plow driver for us and they have a front mount snowblower on a big front wheel assist john deere hmm. and so whenever we get stuff that's really deep or that we can you know it's drifting really bad where we can't seem to you can only push it so far right he'll come through with a snowblower and and that has been a huge blessing for us oh, because right. we don't even we don't push it up we just blow it away yep. you know and and that has saved us um 
a lot, you know, as far as knowing that, yes, it's going to be safe till tomorrow. Right. You know, like we are, we're okay because yeah. some spots in this last storm, it, you know, it got deep mm -hmm. and, and it's nice, you know, either you're going to move it with a backhoe or you're going to bring the grader out or you're going to bring the snow, call the rights and blow yeah. it out. So yeah. And, and their rate is reasonable. I mean, you couldn't justify buying a blower for what, right. I mean, for the three, four times you need them per year, it's, it's, uh, you're just better off calling them and having them do it. And he's super cooperative. He's on the fire department with us. So, I mean, it's important to have relationships with your community. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, um, I think that's part of our job really is yeah. establishing relationships. Finding them and, people to be able to use them. Yeah. And, uh, and help each other out. Um, we have a snowblower that goes on the back of our, our John Deere. Um, we haven't had that on for since 1415. Yeah. You know. Um, but we haven't had snow since 1415. And I don't plan on getting it out either. I, yeah. I don't. Um, we'll just use the backhoe if we have to. Yeah. Um, but to, 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 to keep talking about working with other people, we have a subdivision over on the east side of our township off of State Street, uh, Portman Subdivision. We have... We take care of most of the subdivision there, but then Sineski Township has a couple roads in there. Sure. And then the city of Fremont has the back part of that subdivision. So yeah. there's three entities going into that subdivision. And uh, it, it all depends. Now, we won't touch the city of Fremont's because they, they'd rather do it themselves, which is fine with me. Sure. If Sineski Township gets there first, he will open it up for us. Yeah. And uh, and we usually keep in contact with each other. You know, if we get there first, we'll hit it for him. Sure. You know, it's just the way it goes. But if if we have four guys out plowing our subdivisions, yes, if our part-time guy comes in, he'll hit that first before Sineski Township even gets over there. So, um, but there's been times where even the county's been in the ditch. We'll, we'll pull one of our big trucks up. If I can yank him out, it, he might only be stuck just a little bit. He just yeah. might need a little nudge where I can back up to him with my smaller truck and just give him a little nudge and he's out. You know, yeah. it, it, it's just. It's um, nice to be able to work together though. I mean, I think that that's, I mean, it's important that you do. Right. You know, we got to keep um, yep. open lines of communication, you know, know who's plowing your route or in your area as far as like the county or ODOT. Yeah. And then um, being able to, to rely on each other, you know. Now, here's a question for you. Do you guys usually pull people out of the ditch? We have a form that we are have to have them sign. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, sometimes we will. I mean, most of the time people More are pretty. Only for us is pretty much what we do. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't even know, like, from a legal standpoint what. The proper way to do it is but we normally will our form basically says that they have to hook it up and we're not responsible yeah. but you know if you have a woman you know <laughs> she's not gonna hook it up <laughs> sorry um, that wasn't pc and that and i know if, if it's an emergency where we're trying to get through and we can't we will we will pull them out of the way yeah when they're stuck in the um, middle of the road you have yeah. to either you're gonna Try to get around them, and you could end up with yourself in a bad position, or, or you get or them out of the way. Worse. You know, this last this last storm we had, the deputies did a great job. We had two vehicles that were stopped right in the middle of the road. They yeah. just stopped and left their car sit there. And it was, 
I, I know enough deputies around that I got a hold of some of them and they were able to come out and get a hold of the the, the vehicle owners because I wasn't, they were out in the country. So my guys were out there. So yeah. the, they would go out and call them and say, we're going to tow your vehicle. Okay. Tow them. So they had Madison's come out and get them out of our way. Yeah. And um, that's the same thing working with the, 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 the law enforcement, the, sure. the deputies and the state troopers. Um, at least the deputies have forward drives, you know, the dep- the state troopers have the, the chargers. And sure. I just don't understand how they can get around sometimes. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, because Cautiously. I know the last storm we had on Monday to Tuesday, we, we came in at five and we were done for the night. And, uh, and then the next day, nobody went out and that's when it snowed everything. And we didn't get out until five o'clock, but everybody did Sure. You know, yeah. We didn't go out any earlier than that. It's just, we knew school was going to be closed. We knew the, we knew the level might get to a three. I never thought it did, but it finally did. So, but yeah, working with the, the, the law enforcement, the deputies and stuff, that's, it's really a good thing to have too on top of that. So, well, perfect. Well, I think we covered that one pretty good. Hopefully yeah. uh, there's something in there that will benefit another township or, yeah. You know, at least plant some ideas as far as. Um, and, and the other townships also have to remember there is the the mutual aid thing. If there's something where, you know, if one of my surrounding townships would call me and ask me to, if you could hit this road for us, we yeah. we're going to go do you it. You would do it. Yep. You know, the city would do it. The if, you know. So. All right. Well, perfect. Well, thanks, Bill. Yep. Have Thank a you. great day. You too.